What's good, people? Uncle Hope Tep back again. Episode 12. Back at it again with another podcast, and I got to because I got to cover this Orlando shooting. As you all know well, no, Omar Mateen went to uh, an Orlando gay club, Pulse nightclub. And it wasn't an AR-15. It was some other uh, semi-automatic weapon. And uh, killed 49 folks. And I think there's another 50 or so injured. And uh, I think uh, I was watching a um, press conference last night. And the doctor was saying that some of these people might die. So that number might go up. Um. I just want to say it first and foremost, rest in peace to all the uh, victims and their families. And I hope they can find some solace and some recovery. And I know these are dark days for them. I hope they get better. Um, But I wanted to talk about the incident since it's like it's one of these stories that's not going to go away anytime soon. It was a bit it's it's quote-unquote labeled the highest uh, mass shooting in U.S. history. And (laughs) I'm sure that could be debated, but I'm not here to debate it. Um, Because I wouldn't, first, I wouldn't call it a mass shooting. It's a terrorist act. Um, But I know some folks are going to pull up, hey, man, they killed 200 blacks back in the Sunday. I mean, yeah, I probably true but you know we're <laughs> we don't matter to them and we if you're saying we don't matter to them so why are you even bringing it up so i don't even want to go down that road um one thing i want to touch on first is the narratives that come out after these events um first is the gun control narrative like i i want to i'll get into the to the the suspicious parts of this after in a little bit, but one of the victims' mothers, she was on. I watched her interview, and when she was grieving, she was crying. I guess they're using better crisis actors, but when she was crying, she's she mentioned specifically when are they going to stop using assault rifles? Blah 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 blah. When they get these assault rifles off the street, something to that effect. She said. Um, last night there was the Democrats. I don't know who started the filibuster. One of the Democrats started a filibuster. I actually turned it on, watched it. I was one to see what they were talking about. Man, this that shit made me so sleepy, man. I, <laughs> I watched like a good hour of it. It was like, um, I think I turned on at nine and at ten forty something they were still going. So I'm like, man. I, I, I was like, fuck it. But I think the Republicans caved in and they said they're going to put it to a vote. Um, I don't know if the renewal ban or look at a ban on assault weapons. Whatever assault weapons means. I mean, Jesus, it's a weapon's a weapon's a weapon. A bat can be an assault weapon. A car can be an assault weapon. A knife can be an assault weapon. I, I mean, stop with these labels for these guns. I mean, 
guns will kill people, people will kill people, but uh, anyway. Um, that's what it, it, that part of it, whenever there's a, a shooting, uh, and these gun control nuts want to come out the woodwork and say, yeah, see, we need to ban guns, this, that, and the third, I'm like, where is this outrage for gun control when in for Chicago, Illinois? I think there's 260-some people dead. There's been like a... Over, this year, I think, oh, there's been over a thousand shot. Where is the outrage? Nobody asked for gun control during those times. Now, I know last night during the filibuster, some of uh, the senators and stuff like that were uh, talking about some of uh, uh, deaths in, in quote-unquote, the black community. Um, but nobody's really... Nobody really speaks on that for gun control. Um, just for the record, I'm not for uh, gun control. I think uh, you need the right to bear arms. Uh, you're a fool if you're going to say... You're gonna, you're an absolute fool if you're gonna give this government all your guns. You have absolutely lost your mind. And two, um, just that I know the American public. I I used to work in this data center, and this older older white guy, man, he's, I think his name was Roy, man. This was when I first started getting into computers, and I, I I, I quit my job at the prison and uh, started working at. Uh, a data center loading tapes in a fucking uh, data silo, man. It was this big machine that that it, it loaded uh, backup tapes, and uh, you had to sit there and just loaded the tapes up. And then when things went wrong, you run you you put new tapes in it. It was fucking entry level bullshit work. He told me he was a uh, gun guy he said man they'll take my gun out of my cold dead hands he said he'll take they'll take my guns out of my cold dead hands this was in Delaware and to me Delaware is the south but in, I mean if you go want to go further down south it's probably even more and more and more like that shoot my brother got like a million guns he lived down south. So, I mean, that's another reason I'm like, and stop it because, man, hold on a second. Man, you guys aren't taking the guns anyway. I want to see the operation where you go and take the guns and see how that ends up. If you want to see talk about massacre, there'll be the worst mass shooting. And when you when y'all go and try to take the guns, that day will be one of the worst mass shootings in America. It will be the worst mass shooting in America. That's just the mentality of uh, the American people. This is this is the land of Wyatt Earp, Billy the Kid, uh, <laughs> what the fuck ever, uh, the Lone Ranger. Tonto. Um, this is uh, the land of uh, going out west and going out back and shooting your guns. Come on, man. This 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 land was founded on it, man. It, I I can't see. Certainly not in my lifetime. I, I can't see 
I think they would need at least three or four generations. And even that, I think that if you go in a certain section of the country, it's like it's natural. You you take your kid out and you teach him how to shoot. You know what I mean? Um, it'll be a long time, if if ever. I mean, eventually, I know eventually that's what the powers that be they want to eventually disarm the populace. Um, but they're going to have a tough hoe doing that in America. I mean, it's just how, it's just how America came to be. Like, if you look in other countries like England and stuff like that, it, it's a different populace and a different, they had a different evolution of how their country came to be. You know what I mean? So I think taking guns in England and stuff like that was a little easier because it's just how things were. But if you, if you look at the, um, if you look at the history of America, um, guns in America go hand in hand. You know what I mean? This this country was, I mean, took by force. Uh, it it was if it wasn't for the guns, this country wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? So you can't. It's a different. It's a different mindset. I I don't think. I think they're wasting their time. I mean, you, you have a better. You have a better, see, the thing is, you have a better uh, chance of reforming these savages in Chicago and these other places where people shoot, and then you wouldn't have these uh, um, shootings, even though, but they don't even care about these. They care about these big quote-unquote event shootings, and they're suspicious in the least bit, but I'll, I'll, I'll I'll get on that later. So that the gun control narrative is the big one, and it's it's a waste of goddamn time. Um, another narrative is the Islamophobia narrative. Now, he, if you don't know, Omar Mateen was Islamic. I mean, he was Muslim. He was from Afghanistan. Um, I think he was born here, and his parents were off the boat from Afghanistan. Um, I think his dad is some nut job <laughs> he does i think he uh, does a, a a a show and he think he's like heavily into politics in afghanistan i've seen some pictures with him with some prominent uh u.s uh uh political figures i think i've seen him with Rangel and i've seen him with a, a couple of other people um so i, I hey <laughs> he might be a little bit well connected than uh than let on um uh, this one, I, uh, I've been to Saudi Arabia. I just want to touch on this. I've been to Saudi Arabia. Um, I don't have this hang up on, uh, Muslims. I, I do think that Islam is a, uh, it's uh, a religion that people, that their, their, their followers follow. Um, that's a big difference than in the West where, uh, it's the West has religions that people say they follow and they don't follow with now with islam they have followers that actually follow their religion that's a it's a big big difference um so i i mean i don't have a problem with that if you have a religion you, you want to you stick to it um and i i i certainly respect them for that um but there you want to say there there's radical elements um true uh, certainly starting with the Wahhabists <laughs> in, in Saudi Arabia. Um, they're off the chain. Um, 
like I said, I didn't. I, I've been there. I was there for three months. I got stationed for a TDY there. Uh, it was actually good. It was hot as hell, though, boy. I didn't go out. I worked at night, man. I didn't really go out during the day. <laughs> that shit was some. Uh, that was some heat for your ass out there, boy. But uh, it, it was. Uh, it was interesting times, uh, especially during prayer time when the streets were goddamn empty. I'm like, what the hell? And then they had uh, different sections of, like you go to McDonald's, um, they had a section for where the women eat, separated from where the men eat. Uh, it was strange. That I think that was in, the, I don't know how much has changed since then, but that was in the, um, that, I think that was in the early 90s. That was probably mid-90s, I believe I was there. But the narrative, the, the Islamophobia narrative, uh, you have one side that uh, that hates, calls all Muslims must die, and this, that, and the third. And you have the other side that says, don't preach hate, blah, 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 and they, they, they're caping for the Muslims. Um, I hope, I, I, I try to get, hope I'm somewhere in between that, because I think both extremes are, are kind of ridiculous. Uh, on one hand, you can't blame all Muslims for the act, actions of one. And on the other hand, you can't say, just dismiss it and say it has nothing to do with the shooting because either it was a terrorist act or a false flag. I mean, but yeah, I'll get to that later. But you can't say it, it had nothing to do with him doing this. Like, totally. Because if he... He professed acts of different terrorist groups, and but yeah, I'll get to that later. But you can't just dismiss it. Um. So that's one part of it. That that's another narrative that gets on my nerves. Then another narrative is the uh, it was, since it, it happened to be a gay club, the LGBT community is saddened by their losses uh it's uh now we now we're getting into uh both candidates presidential candidates or courting the lgbt lgbt group vote um yeah yeah i have some people say uh derogatory things about the uh, homosexuals about this and say they deserve to die and all this other crap and it, like them, that's the religious nut jobs taking it too serious, and then uh, they'll say this is a hate crime, which I don't agree with. Like, because why is it just a automatically hate crime? He, if he frequented gay clubs and was on gay apps, and I seen the article that said he hung with gay people in high school. Um, it seems to be two sides of this guy. On one hand, he seemed to be all around gays and on, and in front of other people, he pump faked and acted like he hated gays. Um, I'm not frequent of the LGBT community. I'm sure they have a, a, a word for that. They seem to have a word for everything with that, but that it, it, this seems suspicious to me. But if he was in these clubs, I don't know how you can say it was a hate crime. I mean, if he was gay himself, I mean, 
how is it gay on gay violence? I mean, what's up with the gay on gay violence? <laughs> what's up with the gay on gay violence? Like they always say with the black on black violence, it seems to me it's gay on gay violence. I don't know how it could be a hate crime. It if he just if, if a terrorist picks a target and it just happens to be a gay club, I think he's picking that target because it's an easy, uh, easy target, easy kill. Uh, the fact that it was a, a a gay club is almost coincidental, I, in my opinion. Um, I, I I I listen to uh, I listen to this one uh, lady's podcast I follow on Twitter. Uh, she's Afghani. She has a, a gay porn star <laughs> uh, actor on her our podcast, and he was saying, "Well, we almost felt safe and blah blah blah. We feel so threatened." I'm like, "Come on." Come hell on, man. Like, I don't know how y'all walking out here and thinking and say, I, I mean, I understand what we used to think that we could, we felt apprehensive about holding hands in public and all this other stuff. I'm like, man, I don't see it, man. I, I mean, I live in Pennsylvania. Uh, you go to the malls, you'll see them occasionally holding hands. Um, uh, where I live at, like two, three doors down, there's a, a, a gay. Uh, man couple I I don't see them getting attacked I don't see them getting threatened I don't see them getting cursed out um I, I in my company they they have prominent positions in, in in my company I don't I don't see the, the this oppression in 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 America I I just don't see it um I don't see it at all I mean if, if anything I think they're uh, literally privileged um i mean I, I don't know how how oppressed can you be when you have on cnn you got two of their major announcers are are, are homosexuals so i don't i don't know oppression <laughs> i don't know um so i i think that uh, that's another aspect that's overblown overblown because if to me he seemed like he he was gay um either he was gay for play or gay for acting um or just to get to fit in but it seemed like he sucked a couple of cocks in his life i mean if you want if you just want to get down to it it seemed like he 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 <laughs> he spray he, he, he busted it open for a few guys that's what it seemed like to me i mean I, I don't know i could be wrong but it seemed like to me um it seemed like he probably went on a, a couple he had to go on a couple of, uh dates with these guys out there if he was on there um, I don't know. Uh, another narrative. What, what, what narratives I break down? I broke down Islamophobia, gay, uh, gun control. Um, now to the, I don't know. Say a narrative. That's probably done with the narratives. What I think was ha- what I'm just gonna break down the what happened because this shit is a little fishy to me. Like I said, uh, they immediately came out, got his father. Now his father's all over the goddamn news. Father was saying that he hated gays. But it doesn't fit because it seemed like he hung out with gays. A lot. Um, Two, uh, he shot 50 people um, and wounded 50 others. Um, That seems like a lot for one gunman. Um, 
it seemed like it'd be a lot of confusion. I think I've read reports that the lights went out. So who shut the lights out? Um, uh, I think it because it was coming on when the club was closing, I believe. Um, it it seemed like that's a lot of shots for one guy. Um, it seemed like he would have have to have had help there. Um, if say you kill 50 people, it's, that's not 50 bullets. That might be three or four bullets per person. And you're going to take into effect the ones he has wounded. Now, I think he, the story goes, it started from outside a club. He worked his way outside and in. And I read there was like two, two, two separate rooms. One was like a hip hop room and one was an, uh, I don't know what the name of the other room was. Um, allegedly the guy in the hip hop room, he didn't go into the hip hop room. He went to the other side to another room and that's where all the, the guys in the hip, well, the, the people in the hip hop, and when I say guys, but it, I mean, it was both men and women in the club. The people in the hip hop room hit the deck and they seen the guy, he headed into the, uh, the other room and started spraying. But this one witness said he seemed like he heard gunshots from two different directions. That's why I'm saying there, there, it seemed to me there had to be another shooter in there. I mean, it's just like how you, this guy had a, uh, a 50 to one kill ratio. It, this isn't call of duty. Like real life is way different. It's the him shooting, him shooting moving targets, him uh, reloading in the dark with people running around everywhere. That seems suspicious as hell to me. Um, is it seemed to me he was Casey. Now, if he visited this place to case it out, that which I. This was my first instinct, I think, believe, because they were saying he's been going to this club for years. So I think he was been casing it out for years and just wanted to fit in or whatever. Um, or to mark himself when, the, so when they killed him, when he actually they killed him, they were like, oh, that's the guy. He's been here a lot. Um, the high that, that second shooter. Um, the one, okay, so like, I, the one person that said that heard different guns. Um, there was one person that, now they had this on TV. One person was giving an interview, said they tried to get out through this, this back entrance and somebody was holding the door. <laughs> this is, it's imagine this bullshit. So this, now that guy who was holding the door a day after that, because when the guy gave the, the telephone interview, they cut him off as soon as he said that. So the next day, they got a guy on there explaining why he he got outside and he held this door shut. Like, why would you do that? Because he thought the uh, the gunman was going to follow him. So he held the door shut. Like, you couldn't shoot through the fucking door. You know what I'm saying? Why, if you were, if, like, just put yourself in, in that, uh, put yourself in a pro, you were in Pulse nightclub that night. And you find an exit. You get out of the exit. You get outside. You mean to tell me you're going to hold the door shut? 
And I don't know how you're holding the door shut when there's like, there had to have been multiple people trying to push it open. What was he holding it shut with? Did he put the fucking, the, the piece of wood through the door and held it in like that? I mean, how, how many, what was he holding it shut with? Why, as soon as you get through the door, you're shooting, you're going to keep running. So why did he hold the door shut? That's the biggest, I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm finding that dude right now and I'm busting his ass if I was in that nightclub. I'm finding that guy right now and I'm kicking his ass. So that to me, it seemed to me he had some help in that club. I don't know if that guy was helping it, but it seems for suspicious that you, in a shooting, you would find an exit, get out of, of said exit, and then hold the door shut, and you have people banging on the door like, oh, let me out, let me out, and you're holding the door shut. It seemed like you wanted them to get killed. That's another suspicious part. Another suspicious part is FBI involved. Allegedly, he's been on uh, on their radar, and allegedly they brought in him in for interviews three times. Three times. What did they interview him for? They don't release what they interviewed him for. They just said they interviewed him three times. That that don't raise a red flag to y'all. Then he says. It's reported this guy is, uh, he claims Hezbollah, ISIS, and Al-Qaeda. He's, he's supposed to be, he had claimed these people at different times. Now, over in Syria, all these groups fight against each other. Hezbollah fights, I think Hezbollah fights off both of those, and Al-Qaeda and uh, ISIS fights each each other but i think al-qaeda and uh isis or daesh or where i isil or whatever you want to call them this week they have some uh liaisons i think sometimes but hezbollah is basically fighting for the syrian uh government and those other teams are fighting against it trying to quote-unquote establish their levant or whatever you want to call it so him claiming these three different Groups that oppose each other is another red flag. If you ask me, that guy is an FBI informant. Or he was an FBI informant. That explains to me why he was affiliated with, tried to affiliate with three groups. And he had FBI interviews at different, three different times. The FBI just brought him in and said, hey man, what do you got for me? That's what the interview was. It's simple. It's plain as day. To me, it's plain as day to me. He was on the goddamn payroll. This guy worked for GS4, internationally. He had a security clearances. Come on, man. Why is, uh, why is, <laughs> why is there always six degrees of separation between the government and these shooters every damn time? If that don't raise a red flag to you, I don't. I don't know what. Well, that's another thing that raises a red flag to me. I'm. That's. I'm going. I'm no means an expert to me, but it, but to me, he seemed to be. He was an informant. That's the story I'm sticking with. Um, now whether he just went buck wild and 
said, fuck it, I'm going to go do something or, or not. I mean, I'm not saying the government, like, scheduled this, but I don't know. It seemed to be they knew what he was up to. And uh, they were using him for some reason. So that's what uh, that's what scares me about that. Um, and then another thing I want to touch on is the nine one one call. Now, uh, allegedly, he when the first statement came out, the the sheriff said he made a nine one one call, uh, professed allegiance to ISIS, and said there were going to be more killings. Now the press has asked for release of the nine one one tape and. Of course, they have been refused. Um, why they've been refused, I don't know. <laughs> it just it just gets deeper and deeper. Now that don't be that might be just bullshit. Um, him him doing that. Um, but it just raises the it just raises more questions than you have answers. And and that's just it's just a sign to me of man some funny funny business going on. Um. Yeah, these nine one one tapes they don't want to release. They have this guy being a GS four uh, security company that worked all over the world. Um, you have this guy has been in been in, they just found out he's been in a documentary. <laughs> um, he's just had he's been this he's just had a truckered past and I. I I advise everybody to look a, bit, a little bit deeper and just don't accept the uh, quote unquote. He's been he's this quote unquote uh, unhinged homophobic uh, American Afghan Arab whatever. You know what I mean? Um, two, I wanted to touch on that. I don't want to forget. Just because somebody's born here doesn't mean their allegiance is to this country. I, I see a lot of people saying, "Well, he was American. He was American. His parents weren't aren't American." You know what I'm saying? You don't know what type of things his his parent his father instilled on him when he was growing up. He might been a quote unquote born here, but his allegiance probably and probably was connected to quote unquote Afghanistan or the Arab world, whatever you want to call it. I think his dad's from Afghanistan. So just saying he's American because he's born here, you guys don't you guys don't get it. Um, you got to think a little bit deeper than that. Just because you're born here, just like you were, these people come here and they, they keep their identity. And if they keep their identity, they're not assimilating. They're not "quote unquote" be American as apple pie like you and me or everybody else. Just just keep that in mind. Um. So, if you take all these things into account. You want to take into account the number of people dead and wounded. You want to take into account the the story of the guy holding the door shut. You want to take into account that crying lady, is immediately or who was a mother, immediately uh, mentioning uh, assault assault rifle weapons. Um, you want to take into account this guy's been interviewed by the FBI three times, and they didn't find anything wrong with him and. He pledged allegiance to three groups that are polar opposites of each other. That should raise a red flag with you guys. I'm not going to tell you to believe, say it's a big conspiracy or what to believe in. But this story is fishy as I don't know what. So if you just believe some 
random Omar Mateen all of a sudden one day said fuck it and went in there and just started spraying for no goddamn reason at all. Man, I don't I, I got a bridge to sell you in, in uh I got an island to sell you in New Mexico or Arizona or some shit. Whatever whatever cliche they fucking say with that bullshit. <laughs> but like I said, let's rest in peace to all the people and uh there some people are in the morning and uh and some people and it's a shame some people that died because of uh motives that are not readily apparent in uh and surely or, or ulterior motives. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Um, I want to talk in the Gator Bait down at Disney down in Orlando again uh, uh, a kid uh, I, I guess a kid was waiting in the water at night and uh, I don't know why the parents let this uh, I think he was two years old they had him in the water or close to the water and a, and a gator went and snatched the kid up now they found the kid's body and uh, of course he's dead but after this the gorilla incident a couple weeks ago, I don't. These people are. What is with this America? And now all of a sudden, y'all care about some goddamn animals, man. Just shut the fuck. Sh- shut the hell up. Just shut up. Just stop it. You the same America that got Gucci belts made of the leather of uh, uh, alligator leather. You got you got alligator boots and alligator shoes. You got alligator hats. Now y'all crying because they had they euthanized four alligators searching for this boy, and you want to blame the parents for being negligent, saying they shouldn't have had him near that water, because the dad the dad had him on the water. They saw the alligator take. He tried to get in there, and he got out. Uh, he got a little scrapped up. He couldn't get the boy away from the alligator. I don't know how big that alligator. That must have been a big ass alligator, but they get big as hell. But stop with this fake, fake caring about some goddamn alligators, man. I, I can somewhat understand the fake caring about a goddamn gorilla, but stop fake caring about a goddamn alligator, man. Just stop it. The goddamn dinosaurs, for God's sakes. Y'all fake caring about that when you eat the goddamn alligator down south and you you wear them for belts shoes and god knows what else you probably got alligator draws down there just stop fake caring about some goddamn alligators man a boy lost his life a parent lost his sons or son and y'all screaming about who's you playing the parents they should have done poor alligator Crocodile Dundee mofos, man. Just cut the hell out, man. This embarrassing, man. I don't know where where's this fake PETA uh crying for everything been at, man. I just want to tell you this is like a 180 degree from where I grew up. When I of the mentality from when I when I grew up. I know things change, but man, it just because things change doesn't mean it changes for the better or for the right. I remember when they was fighting dogs when I was coming up. Now, I'm not saying it's okay to fight dogs. But I'm just saying, how can you go from mentality to fighting dogs? This is only like 20, 30 years ago. Now, more people want to marry dogs. How can you go from, come from fighting dogs to marrying dogs within a century? 
To me, something like that should take like a thousand years or something like that. This is crazy. A couple decades? Stop, man. Just stop, man. Stop with the fake. Y'all just turn the TV off, man. Y'all just getting brainwashed or something. I don't know. You, you care more for an alligator that's been here millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of years. Alligators out here when T-Rex and them was wrecking the shop. They'll be all right. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so rest in peace. Like, I, I don't know why, why, but you got to say something about the parents. Like, what the hell was you thinking? It's dark in Florida. I know they were from Nebraska, so they might not have. I don't know if they knew what the water like in, in Florida. I mean, they don't got no fucking swamps in Nebraska, but jeez, oh man. I know why I go down south. Like, I was in... I was in the Air Force. I was in Georgia for. I seen an alligator out there. I was like, "Oh my God, what the fuck? Where are we at?" You know, <laughs> that was just strange as shit to me. I, like, I was. Uh, I lived in Pennsylvania my whole life prior to going in the Air Force. I didn't like. I seen an alligator out in the out in the open. I'm like, "Oh my God, what the hell is we doing out here?" <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's different out there, man. You gotta you gotta be mindful of your surroundings in different parts of the country, man. Like. If you don't know what's going on, man, you better read up on it or something before you go out there, man. But rest in peace, peace to the, to the boy that lost his life to to the alligator and uh, and those four alligators they killed, man. Make make some shoes and some belts out of them or something, man. Stop stop with the fake caring about some damn alligators, man. Jesus, man, come on, man. We gotta do better than that, man. A boy lost his life. Shoot. Caught me some curry two lows. And I like these shoes, man. I like them. I think they, they look I think they look nice. I don't know where they got the slander from. I, I think the more it's he got slandered because it's curry and because it's under armor and you know, Negroes or the American Akata, the American Shine, the African American Negro. He is addicted to Nike. Anything other than Nike, he don't even want to look at. You've even seen Kanye got some pushback when he went to Adidas. Now the cats are mad he's with Adidas now. But since it's Kanye, he's got a little bit more sway. But Curry's going to them, feel them cannons come at him because he went with Under Armour. And one, I respect that. I respect he want to go somewhere new. Nike disrespected him. So he went with another company, and it's uh, to me he's gonna make out better in the long run because he can help build it. I want I want to see the day when the Negro stops being addicted to Nike tennis shoes before I leave this earth. You Negroes giving Nike your money, and you're not even forcing them to. You should force them to make some companies in America so you Negroes can get jobs. Not just the people that's endorsing the product. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. I'm talking about the the hundreds of thousands of people that were the blacks that made the shoe popular. The people in the hood, in the streets. There was a uh, shouts out the vibe. He posted a, a tweet about India, and it, the Indians refused to let Apple open up stores in their country until. Until Apple opened up a factory in there so they can have some jobs. 
Now, now Apple said, "Fuck it. Well, we're gonna open. We want some that Indian money. We want some rupees." So they are now open in the works of building a factory in India. That's how you strong arm these companies, black folks. That's like how you should be strong arming Nike. You should be in a boycott Nike until they put some jobs in the hood, until they start making some sneakers or some other apparel. They got plenty of stuff. In America, we're close to a city where you guys can get some jobs. It's as simple as that. It's chestnut checkers. You can't tell the Ashan that. You can't tell the Akata that. You can't tell the African-American Negro that. But then you, the Hotep will tell you that, but they don't listen to Hotep. They slander Hoteps, but you know, I mean, you know, us Hoteps know how it is, but I mean... When when the shines want to start listening to the hoteps, that's when things will get better. Believe you me. But yeah, I love these curries, man. I'm must I'm gonna wear them hard body. A nice the cocaine I call them the cocaine white curries, the cocaine white lows. You might call them the 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 sneaker of the wash, but whatever. I might be washed too, but whatever. Them cocaine whites look nice. Anyway, game six is the night. They they suspended Draymond for the game previous game and uh and LeBron and Irvin went got busy. Both have forty one points. Uh then they pulled it out. I can't remember the score. They won by a, a a decent amount. Um but I know Bogut's out for the rest of the playoffs. Um but Draymond's gonna be back from game six and um I still got Golden State because I think uh, if the Cavs have any chance, then Irvin and, and LeBron are going to have to play like that for two more games. Like, they literally have to get a 30 or 40 burger apiece for them to win. And I one of the games, they're going to, somebody's going to, either one of those two are going to slip up. It might be LeBron. <laughs> but see, I think LeBron might have prospered because of Draymond being out more than uh, Kyrie. I think Kyrie might be able to put two more 30-point games up. But I'm sure Kerr is going to have to, uh, you know, he's going to have to, he's going he's gonna to come with a different strategy. Um, I think he might double one of those guys. Um, I, we'll see tonight if he does something different. But I think they should be, I think, I think, I don't know. This might go seven. This might go seven, but I, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they'll be able to beat Golden State at home again. So, I still got Golden State in this series. I know people are screaming conspiracy and silver. They rigging it and la, la, la. Whatever, man. We've been told y'all sports is rigged. You, if you watching it and you think it's just going straight down the middle and you're a fool. Um, I think silver is a little slicker than stern. Because, I, I mean, I don't see the rig... The rig uh, as blatant as Stern was, a lot of people were saying, well, they should have suspended Draymond when he kicked Bull in his nuts uh, last series in Game 5. Hey, man, what do you think? What do you expect? They, I mean, they're not going to... It was up 3-1. They had a chance to get an extra game in because if they could suspend Draymond, you, you got to think... That the Cavs can are a little bit better favored to win that game. Now you're an owner of a multi-million dollar uh, company, and 
that your choice is suspend Draymond and you can get another game and that other game means more millions of dollars in your pocket or you can say no I will keep him consistent and not suspend him and have the more a better chance of not having that extra game what is your asses going to do you're going to suspend Draymond it's as simple as that Anyway, I'm out of here, man. Uh, episode 12. Like, I, I wanted to touch on the Orlando stuff. Uh, and a, a, a couple other things. That gator bait and that, that goddamn gun filler buster. Man, jeez. That thing. Like I said, man. I, I've i tried to watch. I think I watched part of Rand Paul's filibuster, And he was okay. But them guys last night, man, man. Man, if you, want to, so if you ever have trouble sleeping. On YouTube and watch the filibuster. You won't have any problems. You will go right to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. I think Curry might put him out. I I, I want to see. I I want to see what I want to see happen, and what I want and uh, what I think will happen are two different things. But I want to see Curry put him out tonight, man. I think Curry needs to explode, man. He he. he he needs to explode. He need to have a great finals game and put these guys out of their misery. So hopefully it's tonight, but we'll see. If not, it'll be game seven. I think why well, that might be Sunday or something like that. All right, all right, y'all. Uh, this is episode twelve, man. I hope you all enjoyed it and uh, keep checking in. Uh, I have, uh, like I said this is episode twelve. You can. There's plenty of other episodes, and uh, so go back and listen to them if you haven't listened to. You're a first time listener. Um, follow me at uh, Handy Mayhem and uh, um, look at my YouTube channel and uh, please like and subscribe my videos. This is Uncle Hotep. I'm out.